This is Spunky. And Snarky. And we say, welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back again. As you may know, it's the holiday season. The holiday season. <laughs> and whoop de doo <laughs> Yeah, pretty much my feelings. (laughs) I work at a chocolate company, so the holidays suck because it's a lot of overtime and a lot of work. But today we're looking back on my favorite Christmas special of all time, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. If you haven't seen it, you're under a rock, but it's okay because we're going to break it down for you. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first aired on December 6, 1964 on NBC and was sponsored by General Electric, which is why Rudolph's nose shone so bright, probably. (laughs) (laughs) The special was based on the Johnny Marks song, which was based on the poem of the same name written in 1939 by Robert L. May. And the special has been shown every year since 1964, making it the longest continuously running Christmas TV special. So we open up with some newspaper articles about the biggest storm of the century are coming and how people have been frozen and it's kind of cool. And then we get to a snow covered scene and we meet Sam, the snowman, played by Bro Ives, who's going to tell us the story of the year that Christmas almost didn't happen. So he tells us that he's at the North Pole and they're in Christmastown. And of course, the number one residents of Christmastown are Santa and Mrs. Claus. And Mrs. Claus is just always trying to fatten up Santa because he needs to be holly jolly and jiggle like a bowl full of jelly for Christmas. And he's just not having it. So Christmas almost didn't happen, but luckily everything was saved thanks to Rudolph. You know, Rudolph, right? And so he goes on to tell you about how you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous renewal? And goes on to tell the story of Rudolph that Donner's wife had a baby named Rudolph, but they got a little extra surprise with their bundle of joy that Rudolph has a red nose that glows and makes this really annoying high-pitched tone like an emergency broadcast system. Yeah, that's my least favorite part of the special is that freaking noise. Yeah. So they're like, it'll be all right. But Santa shows up and is jingling his bells with Rudolph singing about how he's the king of jingling. But then after he's done singing, Rudolph's nose turns red and Santa's all like, oh, that's just so bad. He had such potential too. And it's like, Santa, come on, don't be racist about the red nose. Donner's all ashamed and decides that they need to hide Rudolph's nose by putting mud on it. And then Rudolph can't talk. He sounds like he has, like, sinus congestion. (laughs) He's like, my nose. So Donner goes on to teach Rudolph about all the manly deer things that he needs to do in life. And to beware the abominable snow monster that lurks in the north. 
Meanwhile, one of Santa's elves, Hermie, has been unsatisfied with his work as a toy maker and wants to be a dentist instead. The boss elf is outraged at this notion and scolds him, telling him to finish his toys. But Hermie refuses to change, even under the threat of losing his job and being ridiculed by his fellow elves. He sings, Why am I such a misfit? Why am I such a misfit? I am not such a nitwit. Back at Donner's cave, Rudolph says that he doesn't want to wear his fake nose because it's not comfortable. Donner says that he'll wear it and like it. Rudolph goes outside and also sings, Why Am I Such a Misfit? We then cut to a year later, where Rudolph meets another reindeer named Fireball. And they head out to the reindeer games, where they're going to be judged by Santa to see if they'll be future members of his sleigh team. Meanwhile, the elves practice their song in front of Santa, singing, We are Santa's elves. We are Santa's elves, filling Santa's shelves, making toys for me, coming boy, oh, we are Santa's elves. But shenanigans ensue during this performance. Like, one guy has a feather in his cap and it makes the other guy want to sneeze and all this sort of stuff. The boss elf says that the tenor section was off after the performance, and another elf says it's because Hermie didn't show up. Yeah, because Santa left and was like, this sucks, and ran off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we cut to Hermie in the workshop working on the doll's teeth when the boss elf bursts in and yells at him. That's the final straw for Hermie, and he decides to run away. So back to the reindeer games. A doe makes the eyes at Rudolph. A deer? A female deer? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but the coach calls them over before he can talk to her. Coach Comet says that the first game is takeoff, where the reindeer run and jump in the air and try to fly. Fireball says to Rudolph that they won't get to them for a while, so he should go talk to the doe. Rudolph goes over and chats with Clarice, who tells him that she thinks he's cute. I'm cute! (laughs) Which makes Rudolph run and jump and fly in the air. He impresses the coach and Santa. He starts celebrating and playing with Fireball when his fake nose pops off, causing the other (laughs) reindeer to make fun of him. Santa scolds Donner for hiding Rudolph's nose and is disappointed because he had potential to make the team with such a great takeoff. Coach Comet sends him home and says that he can't play any more reindeer games. Rudolph runs off and Clarice comforts him by singing, There's always tomorrow for dreams to come true. But then Clarice's father arrives and tells her to go home. And he says, no doe of mine is going to be seen with a red-nosed reindeer. Rude. So Rudolph meets Hermie, who was in the snow. And Hermie's like, I'm going to be independent. And Rudolph's like, what's independent? (laughs) It's like, we're going to do what we want to do. And it's like, oh, let's be independent together. Which is hilarious because (laughs) that defeats the whole purpose of being independent. A couple of misfits. So they decide that they're going to run away and be misfits together. On the way, Hermie has to hide Rudolph's nose so they don't get seen by the abominable. They make it through the first night and then they come across a prospector named Yukon Cornelius who is in search of silver and gold, but he never gets it. Sam the Snowman then goes on to talk about silver and gold. How silver and gold, silver and gold, means so much more when I see silver and gold decorations on every Christmas. 
mystery. Yukon still wants the hard stuff and <laughs> tries to pick at the hill, but just like, ah, nuts and never gets anything. <laughs> So Yukon gives them a lift on the sled. It's kind of funny because like he tries to mush like his dogs and they won't go. And he's like, it's like this. And he puts on the reins and starts going and then the dogs jump in the sled. So they're sudden along, but the abominable shows up and tries to chase after them. And they hit a dead end in this lake. But Yukon quickly like hammers off the iceberg and they float away across the river. The abominable can't follow them because bubbles sink. Meanwhile, back at Donner's cave, Donner is like pacing back and forth and decides that he needs to go look for Rudolph. And his wife wants to go with him, but he's like, no, this is man's work. This is like my most hated line of the whole thing. But anyway, he leaves his wife and Clarice behind. And like two seconds later, they're like, fuck him. Let's go. Yeah. We gonna go out on our own. And we're probably gonna go and find Rudolph and be better. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rudolph and the gang are still floating along when they hit this fog patch. But finally, the iceberg like hits land and they arrive on a certain island which they come to find out is the island of misfit toys we're on the island of misfit toys and basically there's a bunch of toys singing about how they're misfits there's like a jack-in-the-box but his name's charlie and there's a water pistol that shoots jelly and a bird who swims instead of flies and a cowboy who rides an ostrich and all this fun stuff. But they just want Santa to visit them so that they can go be toys and be with the children. But they've been abandoned because they're misfits. And Hermia and Rudolph are like, this is the perfect place for us because we're misfits too. And so there's this King Moonraiser on this island. They're like, we're misfits, can we stay? And King Moonraiser's like, nah, you ain't a toy, so you gots to go. Tom's like, even among misfits, we're misfits. But he's like, you can stay the night, but then you gotta get to stepping. So, <laughs> so they're talking, and Rudolph's worried and thinks he needs to go out on his own because he doesn't want to endanger them with his nose. But Hermie's like, no, we gotta do this together. But Rudolph sneaks off. Time passes and Rudolph grows up and realizes that he can't run away from his troubles. He grows antlers. <laughs> he returns home and Santa tells him that his parents and Clarice have been looking for him for months. So Rudolph sets out once again to find his parents, just as a big snowstorm hits. Rudolph decides that he needs to look in the cave of the abominable snow monster. He gets there and he sees the bumble holding Clarice with his parents in the corner. Rudolph says, put her down, and a fight ensues. The monster hits Rudolph on the head with a stalactite. And a few minutes later, Hermie and Yukon arrive and put a rescue plan together. Hermie oinks like a pig, luring the bumble out of the cave. And Yukon drops some snow rocks on him, knocking him out. Yukon tells Hermie to like oink because who's going to turn down a pork dinner for reindeer meat? But Hermie's oinking is like oink, oink, oink. oink. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> the bumble comes back to the cave again, but Hermie pulled out all of his teeth. Yukon messes with the bumble and they both fall over the cliff with his dogs. So they're all upset thinking he's dead. Oh no, Yukon. 
That's so, mourning the loss, they all return home to Christmas Town. After hearing their story, Santa promises Rudolph that he will find homes for the misfit toys. And the head elf tells Hermie that he can open his own dentist office after Christmas. Donner apologizes for being hard on Rudolph. Yukon returns with a reformed bumble that wants a job and hangs the star on top of the Christmas tree, much to the elf's amusement. He's a mighty humble bumble. Yukon <laughs> just busts through the door, too. It's kind of funny. Rudolph asks Yukon how he survived the fall, and he says, Bumbles bounce. It's now Christmas Eve, and the elves are finishing the toys, and Mrs. Claus is still forcing Santa to eat. He gets a weather report and reluctantly announces to everyone that due to the snowstorm, he has to cancel Christmas. Rudolph shines his nose in his face, and Santa is annoyed, then has an epiphany. He says, Christmas is not off, and says, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Rudolph says, fuck no, not after the way you treated me, (laughs) and walks off. Rudolph accepts. It's an honor, sir. And we get a montage of the elves loading up the sleigh and finishing up the decorations while Sam the Snowman sings, Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Say hello to friends you know and have a cup of cheer. Santa's ready and they fly off. The first stops to the island of misfit toys. The toys are sad about being left alone and unloved, but are suddenly cheered up when Santa arrives to pick them up. Then they fly off again as Sam the Snowman sings Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it goes. As the elves drop off the gifts with umbrellas as the credits roll. And Santa wishes everyone a Merry Christmas and flies off into the night. And that's the end of this special. And he went down in his story. So thoughts on Rudolph. I love this special. I love how it's animated. I love how there's like corny jokes that are still funny. I love the spotted elephant. Oh, me too. He's like my favorite. I like Hermie too. He's cool. Yeah, I love Hermie. He's adorable. I was slightly disturbed this time around when I watched it because at the end where the elves are handing the misfit toys umbrellas so they can like float down to like the houses. But there's the bird who doesn't fly. He swims and the bird just like floats off without an umbrella. And I was left screaming at the TV. He doesn't fly. He swims. Maybe he did like a dive. Maybe they were over an ocean. I don't know. I think someone (laughs) forgot that he didn't fly. (laughs) I love it. I love the songs. The songs are great. Holly Jolly Christmas is also one of my favorites, as is Silver and Gold. I'm not like super into all the Christmas stuff, but I don't know. Rudolph is just like super special. I think it's just because it's tradition. I mean, I've probably watched it every single year since I was like three or something. I really like it and it actually has like a good moral like don't be a douche because you never know when you're going to need somebody. <laughs> True. And your weaknesses can become assets and all that kind of good stuff. So it just has a good message and it's my favorite holiday special. We'll talk more about some of our other favorites in the brain basement. Alright, welcome to the Brain Basement, where today we're going to talk about other Christmas stuff. So, what are some of your other favorite Christmas specials or movies? I really like The Grinch, of course, because my heart is two sizes too small as well. Um, (laughs) Truth. 
Frosty's okay, but like I said, Rudolph is my faves. That's the one I have to watch. If I miss the other ones, I'm not going to be, like, heartbroken. Yeah. My favorite Christmas movie is Babes in Toyland. Mm. The Disney one, not mm. the 80s one. The 80s one's alright, but it's not my favorite. I but, love Babes in Toyland, too, with a knit. And the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz, who's Barnaby, and he's super campy and fabulous as the villain. <laughs> he has these, like, black shoes with heels when he does this little castle in Spain dance, and it's very fierce. And his, like, cane that's, like, twisted. Yes, and his hat that's, like, cut open on the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, top hats. He's just fabulous. Yeah, if you haven't seen that movie, check it out, because it's amazing. You'll be living rent-free every capital gain you share with me. It's a good movie. It has, like, fairy tale aspects with, like, different things in it. Yeah. It's kind of got, like, the trippy color effects, too, which are kind of cool. Because it was made in the early 60s. Yeah, it's got, like, a mix of, like, some puppet things and, like, the force of no return. I like a lot of British shows, and one of my favorites that I like to watch around Christmas time is the Blackadder Christmas Carol, which is like a reverse of the Christmas Carol story where he's like super nice to people and everyone takes advantage of him. So like he gets visited by three ghosts and then he turns into an asshole at the end. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I do love the Christmas Carol story, the traditional one as well. And I love the like Mickey Mouse one. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking of that too with Scrooge McDuck. Oh my god. Remember the Christmas toy? It was made by Jim Henson. Very, very. And it's basically Toy Story, but before Toy Story from the 80s, where it's like the toys are alive when the kids go to sleep. And there was that evil doll that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I think the thing I like about Christmas is when you go downtown and it's all decorated and all the lights and everything are what makes me happy about the holiday season. Yeah, it's like this different kind of feeling that you get. And it sucks this year because I'm usually someone who goes to the theater a lot, especially this time of year. And with COVID, like, yeah, none of that. Today was the first time I went downtown in a really long time and it's just not the same. Yeah. I mean, there's still like decorations, but like the feeling's not there. Yeah, I don't know. This year's different, though, that's for sure. Did you have a favorite Christmas gift that you received? The one thing that stands out is because I would always tell Spunky when she'd ask me what I want for Christmas, I'd say world peace and a pony. (laughs) So one year she finally just got a pony stuffed animal and put like a peace ornament on it and was like, here you go. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. One I remember getting as a kid that I really wanted from Santa Claus, and it kind of ties in with today's episode, was I wanted a walking Rudolph toy. So when I was in school, our school secretary came into our class and she had this Rudolph toy that would like move. If you put it on the ground, it would like walk. And I saw that and I was like, I want one of those. And so, you know, I asked Santa for it and I got it on Christmas morning. Later found out that my mom, you know, being Santa's helper, <laughs> she's like, I looked everywhere for this freaking thing and I could not find it and finally I think she said she found it at like Walgreens or something (laughs) or some like random place and she told Santa where to get it and he got it for me (laughs) at the drugstore you know (laughs) when you're picking I guess his elves dropped it off (laughs) when you're picking up your medication and booze (laughs) and your chia pet and your clapper (laughs) 
Your we last minute gifts. We always say it's not Christmas until you see the Chia Pet or Clapper commercial. Or the Kisses Bells commercial or oh. the Peter Folgers commercial. Those are the other two. <laughs> That's like the Cadbury at Easter kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what's going to happen sooner or later. Oh, and then a couple months later, someone broke Rudolph's leg. I don't know who that was, though. <laughs> what? I don't even remember this doll first off. <laughs> But I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> you had to go to the glue factory. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's one of the favorite toys that I remember from Christmas when I was a child. Considering we wrap gifts, I think we need to give a shout out to my mom's ugly wrapping paper. <laughs> oh my god. My mom, like, goes and buys the wrapping paper, like, after Christmas when it's on sale. Which is fine, but for some reason she picks out the ugliest wrapping paper ever. Like, the number one worst wrapping paper we ever had was this red wrap with, like, topiaries on it. <laughs> yeah. That were supposed to be, like, Christmassy. So today, we were looking for wrapping paper, and we found this wrapping paper that has, like, Tex-Mex Christmas Saved by the Bell esque. Yeah. <laughs> it's got like the weird drawing of Christmas trees with like confetti in the back. And Some, like, like weird like hand drawn stars. Yeah. Just why? I'm like, they gotta have some, like, cute Christmas wrap even after Christmas. Or, you know, I'll just go to the Dollar Tree and get something. Actually, I did end up wrapping my friend's presents in the Tex-Mex because I was like, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's enough for the brain basement. Let's listen to some tunes in the music spotlight. All right. Welcome to the music spotlight where today's topic is our favorite Christmas songs. So I picked number one, which is Johnny Mathis' Sleigh Ride. Are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we We've snuggled close together like two birds of a feather would be Let's take that road before us and sing a chorus or two Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you love sleigh ride because i like hearing those sleigh bells jingling ring ting tingling too i like all the little sleigh ride noises and the little horse sounds i want to go on a sleigh ride but let's know where we are from so. you can have a carriage ride i just love the song it's fun and i, I like it too. i like the whole as we watch the chestnuts pop 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 and number two is one I picked, but I know she also likes, is the Ray Conniff Singers with Here Comes Santa Claus. Bells are ringing and children are singing and all is merry and bright. Hang your stocking and say your prayers cause Santa Claus is coming tonight. Oh, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for the boys and girls again. Come Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Bumpa Dada. Yeah, it, the Bumpa Dada is what makes it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's two albums we listen to every year when wrapping our gifts, and this is one of them. The second one we'll talk about later on. Yeah, but Christmas with Conniff is like classic. They have all the singers and they do all the cool melodies. We didn't put it on the list, but someone loves Christmas Bride. That's my dream. <laughs> 
Santa, his bride for Christmas. But kind of's got the jams if you want some Christmas tunes. To They're very to. classic Christmas. Mm. Yeah. And that's one we've been listening to every year since we were a kid because my mom had it on vinyl. Number three I pick, which is Darling Love Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. song because of that it's a good one i pick number four with donny hathaway this christmas the fireside is blazing bright we're caroling through the night and this christmas will be a very special christmas Because we gotta hang on the mistletoe and I'm gonna get to know you better when this Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's a jam. It's a jam. I like the not super religious, but like jammy. Yeah, I like more non-traditional stuff like too. Have a good time. Although I will say, like, probably my favorite religious one is Do You Hear What I Hear? I always liked that as a kid. Number five on the list is one we both picked. Because this is the second album we always listen to when we're wrapping gifts, which is In Sync. And all I want is you this Christmas. This Christmas. This Christmas. Yeah, that St. Christmas album. If you don't know it, you need to listen to that because it's the jam. I mean, I'm sure you've heard Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. But really, that whole album has like the jams. It's got your traditional, it's got your non traditional, it's got your RB sexy it's got jams. Some new- <laughs> this is beautiful. 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 Under my tree. 
Instant Christmas album is really good. They do a lot of like good harmonies on some of the tracks too. We decided to go with All I Want Is You this Christmas because it really like shines light on all the members. Yeah, Joey, Chris, and Lance get a part. And our honorable mention is one I picked. Now Mm -hmm. it's a song I love, but she does not like so much. That's all right. Which is Band-Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? And there won't be snow Which I talked about last week, about how Midger co-wrote it with Bob Geldof. And they still run the Band-Aid charity. They're still feeding the world in Ethiopia. And then this later became Live Aid in 1985, which was an awesome Awesome. concert that raised a lot of money for Africa as well. And they had a bunch of good people on there. You got Duran Duran, you got Spandau, you got Wham! And, you know, famously Bono saying, Well, tonight, thank God it's them! Instead of you. Anyways, it's a good. I like listening to it at Christmas. So before we check out, I want to talk about some of the worst Christmas songs. Which, for me, I think is The Christmas Shoes. That song's awful. (laughs) I've tried to block it out of my memory. Patton Oswalt does a bit about it. And it's hilarious. And talks about why this song's so fucking awful. Another one I hate is Santa Baby. The Madonna version, not the Eartha Kitt version. Because Eartha Kitt's Catwoman, she's awesome. And I don't need to pick on Madonna all the time. Because I don't hate her. But that song's awful because she does this like shitty Betty Boop impression. And it's fucking awful. I know you also hate a few of my favorite things because it's not a Christmas song. I don't hate the song. I just don't want to hear it at Christmas time. Yeah. Sometimes there's bad versions that aren't as good as other versions. But my bone that I pick is I don't want to hear Christmas songs on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Same. (laughs) I feel like Thanksgiving... Is when you can start the Christmas songs on the, the day radio. after Thanksgiving. Then or December on, 1st. At, on the 26th, <laughs> it's got to stop. I don't want to hear Christmas songs before Thanksgiving. That's all I got to say. Agreed. And that's it for our music spotlight. If you want to check out these songs in full, you can check them out on our website. So thanks for joining us on our Christmas Rudolph sing along spectacular. <laughs> and I hope you have a holly jolly Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or quarantine. This has been a rough year, but we're getting through it. Vaccine is coming soon. Yep. Hopefully a lot of life can go back to normal ASAP. Yeah. Stay safe if you get the vaccine. Don't forget to go back and get the other part. Have a lovely holiday season. And have a happy 2021 as well. If you want to drop us a line, you can send us an email at spunkyandsnarkyshow at gmail.com. You can check out our website, which is spunkyandsnarkyshow.wordpress.com. You can leave us a message on our Anchor page, which is anchor.fm slash spunkyandsnarkyshow. Or you can contact us on our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all that good stuff. Happy New Year. Stay safe. And we'll see you next time. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Peace.